Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new podcast episode. I'm going to start off today with a really exciting announcement, so please don't skip the beginning portion of this episode. You are not going to want to miss it. Today's episode, we're going to talk about the wokeness, the virtue signaling, the gaslighting. One of the things I'm going to be touching on is the Olympic hammer thrower, Gwen Berry, who turned away and snubbed the national anthem, saying she was pissed when it came on. The wokeness never stops. I'm your host, Amanda Ensing, and you are tuning in to Liberty Before Lipstick. Hello, hello. Welcome back. I hope everyone is doing well. First things first, I have a really exciting announcement, which is drum roll. I have started a Patreon. If you're not familiar with Patreon, it is a way to invest and to support creators, content creators, podcasters, artists. You invest and you support their work so that they have full creative freedom. For me, Patreon is a way for you guys to get involved with what I do, to support and stand with me for what I do, and to allow me to keep my content ad-free and essentially for me to keep doing what I do. I created this podcast three months ago. This is episode 23, which is incredible. And I created this show to spread truth, to push against the mainstream propaganda, and to work on building future generations of critical thinkers and truth seekers and people who are going to stand up and fight for our freedoms and our liberties. So if you're new to my podcast, welcome. If you're not, you know exactly what you're supporting. If you decide to support me and to join my Patreon, it would mean the world to me. You supporting and joining allows me to continue to do what I do and to put more resources into what I do and to expand my team eventually and to be able to create even more content with your support. So my Patreon has two different levels. I'm going to briefly go over them with you and you can check them out for yourself. The first one is called Freedom Fighter and it's $5 a month. So in this tier, your contribution allows my podcast to keep going and my content to keep going and for me to keep pouring truth and putting in the time to doing all this research. I put a lot of work into my podcast episodes and my content and with your support, I'll be able to create even more content. The top tier is called Ultimate Patriot, and this is for $10 a month. So this is the highest tier, and it grants you full access to a private community of patriots, exclusive video content, the inside scoop on secret projects that I'm working on, and more freedom fighting content. Here you will get exclusive videos of video podcasts, of interviews, of a lot of things that I have planned to bring to you that you won't find anywhere else except for on my Patreon. My goal is to provide as much value as I can. The more people that join my Patreon family, the more I'll be able to upgrade and to just keep pushing out real, raw, truthful content about what's happening in politics, in faith, in current events, and just freedom content in general. I know a lot of people found me through the Sephora thing with defamation and discrimination. And as you probably know, I'm suing them. So I've got all hands on deck right now and nothing is going to stop me from pushing out this content. And I always get asked, how can we support you? How can we support you? And I have my Make Makeup Great Again store, which I'm working on getting new products on there as well for you guys. You know, I'm working on expanding my team there. So any little bit helps. I've been praying about this for a few months now. I actually signed up for Patreon a few months ago and I wanted to make sure that if I was going to create a Patreon that I'd be able to 
give you value and things that are worth you joining my Patreon family. So I'm so excited for everyone that decides to join. I'll have the link in the description bar. It's patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash Amanda Ensing. That's A-M-A-N-D-A-E-N-S-I-N-G. This is a two-way relationship. So for everyone who pours into me and invests in me, I'm also going to be pouring into you as well. So if you find yourself inspired or encouraged to join my Patreon, just know you have my endless gratitude. I'm so thankful for you. And for those of you who aren't in a position to join or don't think it's for you, no worries. All of my content is always free here on the podcast platforms on Apple and Spotify and my podcast page. So don't feel pressured at all to join. But if you do, I am so thankful. And just just thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Please consider coming and joining my Patreon. All right, let's get into this episode. You guys, the wokeness does not stop. These woke social justice warriors who shove propaganda down our throats, push this false narrative, and then cash out on that narrative, it just never stops. The first thing I want to talk about today is the Olympic hammer thrower, Gwen Berry. I'm sure a lot of you listening have already seen this. I saw this yesterday and I was just like, are you kidding me? Let me summarize what happened if you haven't heard. So Gwen Berry is a three-time national champion in the weight throw at the USA Indoor Track and Field Championships. During the U.S. Olympics on June 26th, just a few days ago, Barry turned away from the U.S. flag. She snubbed it and said she was pissed the national anthem played. While she stood on the podium, she got third place. She came in on third place. So it sounds like to me she was just upset that she didn't win and she had to throw a temper tantrum and make everything about her. She's a Black Lives Matter activist, and she said in quotes she felt it was a setup and they did it on purpose. Just so you have an image, if you haven't seen the photos and the headlines, you have Barry, who's in third place, turning away from the flag, making a whole episode out of how much she hates this country. And then in first and second place, you have two girls with their hands over their heart facing the flag and respecting this country. When the national anthem came to a close, she pulled up a black t-shirt and the word said activist athlete. And she put it to cover her head to show everyone like, I'm standing for something. I hate America. She told reporters in quotes, I feel like it was a setup and they did it on purpose. I was pissed, to be honest. They said they were going to play it before we walked out. Then they played it when we were out there. And she's referring to the national anthem. She said, but I really don't want to talk about the anthem because that's not important. The anthem doesn't speak for me. It never has. She went on to say that her mission is bigger than the sport and she wants to represent her communities and people. So if your mission is bigger than the sport, how about you leave the sport and let someone else who loves this country and would love the opportunity to stand there and compete and represent the U.S. in Olympics? Why don't you dedicate your time to helping, in quotes, your community and your people? She also said, I'm here to represent those who died due to systematic racism. That's the important part. That's why I'm going and that's why I'm here today. There's a lot to unpack and there's a lot that I want to say. I want to reiterate what I said about this on Instagram because I think it's important. A friend of mine, KingCat77, posted, imagine being so oppressed you get to go to the Olympics. 
imagine being so pissed at the nation that gave you the opportunity to do that, that you get to air your frustrations on national TV. Oppression looks an awful lot like privilege to me. His post was spot on, and my whole thoughts on this is, one, lucky for her that she lives in a country, the United States of America, that allows her the freedom of speech and the freedom to protest. But why would you represent a country that you hate? And she can say all day, oh, I don't hate this country. Yes, you do. If America was racist, she wouldn't be allowed to represent America. If she was oppressed, how did she get to the Olympics? I have an idea. How about she talk about Nike and other athletic brands that she wears and talk about how they support modern-day slavery? Oh, she won't? You know why she won't? Because these are the brands that are going to give her millions of dollars in endorsements. We've seen it all before. All of these woke athletes are propped up and they're nothing more than puppets that are being used by a far-left radical agenda to push racial division, to push a false narrative. Meanwhile, cashing out millions of dollars in endorsements by companies such as Nike that support modern-day slavery. In case you missed it, the CEO of Nike just said, in quotes, Nike is a brand that is of China and for China. If you don't know what China does to people such as Uyghur Muslims, you should start educating yourself on the Chinese Communist Party. So you can miss me with the I'm oppressed when you're standing up in a position that women all over the U.S. would die to have the opportunity that Barry had. No one should be representing America if they don't respect our nation and our country. I mean, this was a huge slap in the face to those who have served and died for our freedom. And let me remind you of our fallen heroes and those who still serve in our military. They are not just white. They are not just black Americans. They are of all ethnicities and all races. We're talking about patriots, people who love and fight for this country. And you want to stand up there saying that you're oppressed and that this country does not represent you. So why would you want to compete for us? Americans are rightfully so outraged. And look, I respect her freedom of speech and her freedom to protest. But along with that, she can respect our freedom to criticize and our freedom of speech. Can you imagine if instead of activist athlete, she held a shirt up that said Trump won or Trump 2020? I wonder if then she would have been kicked off from representing the U.S., we're at a time right now where it's acceptable for athletes and celebrities and influencers to go on the world stage and push an organization such as Black Lives Matter, who burned down cities, had violence, encouraged rioting and looting, not to mention lined white liberal Democrats' politicians' pockets with millions of dollars. I mean, it would take you 30 minutes of research, maybe tops, to see what the founders have done, what the founders stand for, to see what that organization stands for. Black Lives Matter despises the family unit. They despise the nuclear family unit. Not to mention the founder bought millions of dollars worth of mansions and went on a shopping spree. And none of this money went to help black communities or black Americans. They also push for things such as defund the police, which increases crime in predominantly minority communities. I am so sick and tired of seeing 
Black Lives Matter activists coming out and say that they care about systematic racism and oppression, yet everything that they preach, everything they try to sell you, what they're making money off of, only hurts black and minority communities. If you go to minority communities, they will tell you they want more police, not less. People like Barry are so fast to forget, or perhaps they don't even know, about the Civil War. She said this anthem doesn't represent her. But what about the almost half a million white soldiers that died fighting to abolish slavery? These hundreds and thousands of white soldiers who died fighting against slavery didn't just sacrifice their life, but they sacrificed millions of their future families. There are also millions of other white people who voted to make the lives of black Americans more free during the 1800s. The next time someone says that white people need to pay reparations, remind them of the history. Remind them of the hundreds of thousands to millions of people who were white who helped fight against slavery. Not to mention, it wasn't just white people who enslaved black people. There were also African tribes that enslaved other Africans for thousands of years, just as American Indians enslaved other Indians. And slavery is despicable. It is evil. It should be abolished in every sense for every single person. But unfortunately, we still deal with modern-day slavery today, like I mentioned earlier. And it's not just communist countries like the CCP. It's also human traffickers. Human trafficking is one of the biggest forms, if not the biggest form, of modern-day slavery. When you sell a human being as if there's something to own, and you sell them into prostitution, you pump them full of drugs, you make money off of another human being's body, and you sell them as if they are produce at the store. I mean, it is disgusting. But you never see athletes talk about human trafficking. You never hear athletes talk about human smuggling or talk about the border crisis, the humanitarian crisis we have at our border. Highest human trafficking and human smuggling numbers we've ever had. One thing I always ask myself is, if America is so oppressive and so racist, why does the left always try to get more people to move here from South America, from Latin America, from Mexico? Why do they want minorities to keep coming in here if America is so racist? Why would you bring them into this environment? Because they know America's free. And the sad part is, is that most Americans that have been born here or lived here for all of their life. I mean, they don't know what communism is. I mean, I've never lived in communism, so I can't speak to what it's like to live in a communist country or a communist regime because I grew up here. I've always had freedom. And it wasn't until I became an adult that I started to appreciate the freedom we have here, our God-given freedoms that so many other people in other countries do not have. That's why they all try to come here. And then you see someone like Barry go up and completely spit on the freedom we have here, spit on this country, and it's despicable. I want to read a DM that I received this morning in regards to my comments that I made. This woman said, when I saw the news, I was so upset. 
I was born and raised in Cuba until I was 15 years old. So I know what being oppressed means. When I see stupid things like that, all I think of is buying a one-way ticket to Cuba for that lovely lady so she can learn what being oppressed means. I'm so upset and tired of all this racist BS. If you hate the USA, please go to Cuba, North Korea, Venezuela, Peru, China, or Africa and see how the world really looks like. I get messages like this all the time. When I started being more vocal on my conservative views, I realized how many people who came from communist countries are all conservative, who all love and support President Trump because he fought for our freedom. He wasn't a dictator or a tyrant like Biden and the Biden administration. What's happening right now is this is influencing a generation of people to be raised in this country who hate America, who want the government to be their daddy and give them everything. The far-left radical Marxist agenda, it aims to demoralize a society, which destabilizes the society. And it's all beginning with the indoctrination and the culture wars that's happening in our country right now. The far left always preaches love and inclusivity and diversity, but it comes with an out clause. It's only if you agree with everything they say and they think. It's only if you hate this country. It's only if you admit that if you're white, you're a racist. It's only if you push critical race theory, which says you are either the oppressor or you are oppressed. All of these far-left radical agendas are not only disgusting and they're wrong, and it's propaganda, it's brainwashing, but it's also against God. It's against biblical truth of how God made us as one human race. I feel like a broken record with what I'm about to say, but this should be the easiest thing to grasp. Just one concept. United we stand, divided we fall. When they can divide us up fighting amongst each other, race wars, culture wars, political wars, when they divide us, we're easier to conquer, divide and conquer. They can push us off into separate pieces. We don't stand together. Nothing terrifies the government and the elite more than a united, awake people. And currently, we're living in a place where we are more awake than we ever have been. And there is no going back to sleep after what we've learned the last couple of years, but especially the last year. If you notice on all of these woke things that are happening from sports to athletes to entertainment, celebrities, TV shows, woke companies, when you look at the comments on social media, the only people who agree are the few blue check marks at the top, which maybe makes up between five to 10 comments. And the thousands of comments below are all we the people. People are not for all of this woke BS. We are not for it. We don't support it. We love this country and we want to keep our freedoms. Whenever I see a woke social justice warrior, and they can be any skin color, any ethnicity, this can be people talking about racial division, about how America is so racist, about how every black American is oppressed, et cetera, et cetera. The louder someone is on these issues, the more weary that I am of them. And I'm going to tell you why. When someone's whole identity is in solving a problem and their job is to solve the problem, once that problem is solved, they no longer have a job. Just think about that for a second. Example, if Black Lives Matter is making millions of dollars a year, 
why would they stop pushing their racial divide and their message if it's making them millions of dollars a year? Why would they want their issues to ever be solved? Just think about it logically for two seconds. You can't want to fix a problem but be profiting solely off of that problem not being fixed so that when it is gone, you then have no job. And you might think, well, why would someone want to do that? It happens all the time. Like I said earlier, why did the BLM founder buy million-dollar mansions that were gated with walls in predominantly white communities? Why did none of that go to black communities? With anything, all you have to do is follow the money and you'll find out exactly who these people are. Always follow the money. If you look at our society right now, there is a small number of people who are just loud. They're so loud and they search for problems to fight against every single day. They're like social media activists. So all day they talk about problems that exist. They monetize off of talking about those problems that exist, but they never do anything to fix the actual problem. They profit off of using people's emotions against them and convincing them that problems exist that usually aren't there. And turning away from the flag, showing her distaste and hatred for the national anthem, she said that we did it. We are making history. Her idea of making history was disrespecting a country that has given her so much opportunity, a country that has given her a platform a voice, and the freedom to protest and freedom of speech. How does she thank and show her respect for a country that gave her the opportunity and gave her so much? She turns away to disrespect and snub the flag and our anthem. She showed her distaste and hatred for all of those who have fought and continue to fight to keep this country free. I can't imagine the women who watched this and thought I would have died to be competing where she is at right now and they love America and love this country. If she hates America, she should compete in another country and try to do the same thing with them. Ask her if she'd be willing to do the same thing if she was representing China. I mean, Nike said they're a company of China. Maybe she should go represent China. I guarantee you if she was representing a communist country like China, she wouldn't have pulled the same stunt. That's the thing. By the time most people realize the freedom that they have, it's too late. They end up losing something they never appreciated because they never knew anything but freedom. I'm interested to watch what companies do as far as endorsements for Barry. Bowing down to the woke mob will never be enough. You can do whatever these activists say they want. You can change whatever they say they want, but it will never be enough. So keep that in mind before you ever decide to bow to the woke mob. Because if you bow to the mob, I promise you will lose the support of the people. I don't know about you guys, but sports is going down in flames. Every week, there's more and more woke sports news coming out, and people are losing their interests in the woke sports corporations. 
Let me know your thoughts on this story. You can use hashtag Liberty Before Lipstick on Instagram and tag my Instagram at Amanda Ensing. Let me know your favorite part of this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to this brand new episode of Liberty Before Lipstick. Please don't forget to come to my Patreon and support me on there. It's patreon.com slash Amanda Ensing. This allows me to continue to do what I do, to continue to post content and to make more podcast episodes and keep them ad free. A new YouTube video should be up later this week. It's a new episode of my Beauty and Brains series where I do my makeup and talk about real topics. This week's episode is about Hollywood, a little bit about Free Britney, and my experience one year later after leaving LA. Thanks so much, as always, for your support. God bless, and I will catch you next week on Tuesday in a brand new episode.